Hello, hello, hello again. This is Iris, your host, also known as the Dubai Girls Digital Diary. You are listening to the best talk in town. It's the Pearls Talk. And today we're going to discuss my rhinoplasty in Dubai. This is already an article posted on the blog on prettylittlepearls.com. And it's a very interesting topic because I wanted to do this surgery since I was 12. I did it finally at 39. And the reason that I postponed it for so many years was because when I wanted, when I was decide, when I was sure that I want to do it and I decided I didn't have enough money, when I had money before I said, okay, why would I do it? My nose is actually okay. I don't have to do it. And uh, I postponed it for, I don't know. I just thought that it's very expensive and I could do something else with the money and I don't really do it. But at the same time, my nose was the biggest frustration of my life. Since I was 12, I had a problem. So just for you to know, it was not a, I didn't have a big nose or a huge nose. It sounds so funny. So my nose was not huge, was uh, the size was average. I just had a little hump and my nostrils were not even. So I always figured that if I fix that, my nose is going to be so much better and my face is going to look this and that. My face looks exactly the same, by the way, it didn't change my physiognomy, but my nose is definitely more refined. So anyway, the reason that I want to discuss this topic today, and I wish I had a guest, unfortunately, none of my friends were available because I have a few friends that had the same surgery. None of them was available, but in another episode, I will have a guest and we're, we will discuss a little more, more the topic. But now, just to share with you my, my personal experience and why I want to do it is because I remember I posted on a Facebook group one time. Actually, I didn't post. There was a girl that she, she posted and she said that she will have a nose job or she wants to have a nose job something like that and she was asking some questions and because i did my surgery at the time for a few months i put a comment and i gave her some tips and advice and then the girl private messaged me and many other girls like many well five or six girls and they asked me questions and then because i like to help people as much as i can i put a lot of information and many details and i said okay you should expect this you shouldn't expect that and so on so I, I remember all the girls were like, wow, this is so good. You helped us so much. I think one of them was scheduled to have the surgery in a week or so. And she was like, yeah, talking to you made me feel so much better because I was so worried. And all the articles that I find, um, they are so dry. And actually, I agree because I remember I was doing my research. The truth is that on Google, you find many articles that will give you uh, tips and advice. But none of them is written from a personal um perspective or experience or at least I didn't find anything or 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 I don't want to lie maybe I found something maybe but it, it's not much so most of them are part of the blogs posted on um on different uh clinics website so they're very technical it's not bad because it still gives you insights it's not bad but I feel like when someone uh went through this and tells you okay this is what happened a b c d I feel like you feel a little more comfortable, you know? Anyway, so, um, like I was saying, I wanted to do this since, um, forever. 
the reason that I didn't do it again, I don't have money, uh, I have money, I'm not going to do it, I'm afraid. Uh, I, also, people were telling me, why would you do it? You're crazy. Even my parents, my mom, my mom is also a doctor. She was like, no, of course not. Why would you do it? I mean, okay, fine, go do it. But no, you shouldn't do it, blah, blah, blah. So it was always like this. Now what happened, because I think everything happens at the right time for the right reason. Uh, two years ago, I met, I booked a makeup artist because I had an event. I had, the, I was shooting something with uh, a client. Kay Kelly is one of my clients. And I was shooting with them. And I booked, I booked a makeup artist and it turned out to be a very nice Romanian woman that in the, now she's a very good, she became a very good close friend of mine, Paula. So after we did the shoot, we kept in touch and then we met for a coffee and we're talking about different things. And then, I don't know, I just, that's why I'm saying everything happens for the right reason at the right time. And then I told her, I don't even remember what was the context. I said, uh, yeah, I want to have a surgery and uh, no surgery. And I, want, I want to do it for so long. And I I'm, I'm feel like I'm decided and I even have the money and I feel like spending the money and I feel like doing it, but I don't have the right doctor. I know what to do. And guess what? She's like, yeah, you know, um, one of my best friends, and she, he's also my neighbor, he's, uh, he's a plastic surgeon, and he specialized in nose. And by the way, because I'm saying everything happens at the right time for the right reason, his name is, uh, I think his handle on Instagram is uh, the right nose, the right nose Dr. Levente, you know, so this was really funny. So I was like, okay, interesting. And um, everything started like to develop from there really nicely. This was beginning of December, 2020. Yeah. So she introduced me to him. To him, I went to the clinic. It's a, it's a clinic in um, City Walk, in Dalian Clinic. I went to see him. Uh, he checked my nose. He said, okay, I will do this and this and that. What do you think? We discussed. And then I think I saw him another time. And then I said, okay, how was? I'm done. I'm sold. I want to do it. And um, I was scheduled for surgery for, I think it was 21st of April. Uh, I had another meeting with him, I think two days before the surgery. When we also, so basically uh, we wanted to do two things, to to make the nostrils even and look them make them look a little prettier no so two so three things second so this was first second was to lift the tip of the nose slightly and third was to shave the hump right and then we decided to do a fourth thing uh last two, two days before and he was like you know what for an extra cost it was not much it was an extra two thousand dirhams i was like okay if i'm playing the game let me play by the end so he said i want to make your nose slightly thinner which we discussed it initially and I was like, oh, I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't want to make too many changes. I'm afraid that my face will look different. I don't want that. I don't want the nose to be really weird, whatever. And he's like, listen, you have to trust me anyway, because I'm your doctor and you don't have to do the, this thing like to make your nose thinner, but if you feel comfortable, do it. And I recommend it. It's going to look much nicer. It's going to give it a whole different look, you know, and I was like, okay, fine, let's do it. So two days later, I was supposed to have the surgery. I took eight days of medical leave from work and I was scheduled for surgery on 21st of April, 2028 AM. Um, okay. I've been through weird feelings and emotions the uh, two weeks before I was, I, because, okay, there's another thing, which is very important, by the way, guys, uh, you need a really good, uh, anesthesiologist. This is one of the key people in any surgery, by the way. 
and it's it's not a joke. So I met this girl, and uh, my friend, uh, my friend Paula, that she introduced me to the doctor. She said, okay, she's really the best. She knows what she's doing. And why you need to be careful with this? Because uh, they have to make the right amount of uh, a mix. It's like a cocktail mix of painkillers and um, oh, it doesn't come right now in English. Basically, the medication that puts you to sleep. So it has to be the right amount, the, the right cocktail. So I met the anesthesiologist before and like also two days before I filled in a form. She asked me a couple of questions and that was it. So now going back to the surgery day, um, yeah, and my, my emotions and feelings before that, I was like, okay, they're going to put me to sleep and I'm going to die. I swear to God, I don't know why, this, where, from where these thoughts were coming. But in my mind, I was like, okay, this is the, I'm, I'm really leaving the last day. I don't know if it's crazy or not, but I was like, I'm leaving the last days of my life. Maybe this is my last shower, my last meal, my last day at work, my last call with my mom, my last, I don't know, everything was last for me. And I was like, okay, I'm going to sleep. I'm not going to be able to control this me because I'm not a control freak, but sometimes I am in certain ways. And I felt like, okay, they're going to put me to sleep. I won't be able to know what's happening. So what if I will never wake up? Yeah, so really crazy thoughts. So this is what I felt, let's say, about two weeks before the surgery. Now, again, going back to the surgery day, I woke up at six. I was very excited. Uh, of course, I, I slept a few hours the night before. I managed to, I mean, and then I got to Valiant, probably I was there at seven. I had my own room. It was uh, very well equipped with everything. I changed, I was waiting. Um, it was funny because they, ah, by the way, they came with the menu because for that amount of money that you're paying, of course, they're going to give you uh, nice food. And then I made my selection for lunch and for dinner. I was supposed to stay in the hospital only until evening, by the way. So it's not a must to stay there for 24 hours, especially if you feel well. Um, and okay, moving on, I will tell you other things that are recommended or not. And I will tell you exactly what I did and how it was for me. So, um, the funny thing is that around eight ish, um, my surgery got a little bit delayed. So instead of going into surgery at eight, it was, I think almost nine and around eight, a nurse came and she's like, ah, oh, you are scheduled for the, um, for breast implants, I was like, no, please don't do that. If I go in surgery for the nose and I wake up with breast implants, that's a problem because I don't need that. I have enough. That's okay. Thank you. So I was like, what the hell is this? Oh my God. Anyway, my doctor came in the meantime. I relaxed. It looks like they, they know what they're doing. And anyway, in Valiant, they, they are very professional. And I, I have to say I had, uh, I had uh, the best treatment. So, okay, then they take you to the surgery room. And, um, it's like, okay, they will put you to sleep the moment that they give you the painkillers and the, the sleeping pills and everything, not pills, the cocktail. I think you're gone in maybe five seconds or so, because I was trying to talk, whatever, you know, this, and I was like, oh, okay. And then I crashed. And I remember when I woke up, okay, my surgery was normally would have been two hours, but because of the, when you make your thin, um, your nose thinner, you have to open some, I don't know how to call them valves or something. I hope I'm not saying stupid things. So because of this, the surgery took long, longer. So it, instead of two hours was, was three hours and a half. Um, and then, um, when they, put me back in my room. They were trying to wake me up. They did, but then I wanted to sleep more, but you have to sit on your butt. So it was very uncomfortable. So I woke up 
And I have to tell you, I was completely high. Like, I was like, oh, okay, nice. I was in a crazy good mood. Of course, my nose was really, was in a cast with stuff on it and I had ice and whatever. But I was like, yay, where's the party? You know, my mood was amazing. I was a little, like a little slightly dizzy and I was able to go alone to the restroom. I was like on the phone all the time. I put one of my best friends as an emergency contact. They called him. They were like, yeah, she's awake. He was like, he's like, okay. And uh, she's, she's awake. She's good. And he's like, uh, okay, whatever. Uh, okay. She, anyway. And then I was calling my friends and everyone. So it was, it was really good. Then uh, the doctor came and visited me maybe around 4 p.m. And he already took part of the tampons in my nose. And at the time, I thought that's the only thing that I have in my nose. And I, I was already able to breathe, like not 100%, maybe 80%, which was not bad at all. Uh, and uh, he said, okay, you're good. Spend a few more hours, see how you feel. And if everything is okay, go home. And then I had a friend coming. My mom, One of my best friends, Salma, came. We had, uh, I ha oh, by the way, I had a very nice lunch. I, was, I had a very nice coffee. I enjoyed every moment of everything, really. I was in a great mood. And even the, the nurses were like, oh my God, you're so cool. You're so nice. You're so chill. You're so happy because we have so many cases here. They go crazy and they make a drama and they start crying, whatever. I was like, why, why, why would I do that? Anyway, then I, um, at, I think around six, someone came, I paid, I paid in cash. Um, so it looks like it's possible. I had lunch with Salma, actually it was Iftar because it was Ramadan at the time. And then around seven, seven thirty, we got bored. We're like, what should I do here? So I went home. When I got home, they give you a small kit with stuff for the nose. I don't remember right now what they gave me. Yes, they gave, they gave you a cream that you're going to clean your nose with. Uh, you put it on the Q-tips and because basically for a while, Q-tips are going to be your best friends. And um, yeah, you're not supposed to uh, blow your nose, for example, which I did. I blow my nose, but gently and it was totally okay. And there is another thing which is a bit challenging. You cannot uh, put any water for about a week, I think, on your nose. And I, I had to be very careful when I was showering. Actually, showering is not a problem. Washing your hair. So first time when I washed my hair, Salma helped me. She came here. And second time I went to the salon and I did it. So anyway, I got home and I was getting ready for another seven days of staying home and recovering. So let me tell you, you can when you stay home, you can do everything that uh, you want. So I was cooking, I was doing laundry, I mean chilled, but I was doing stuff. I was reading, I was watching movies. First night, they say that an adult should be with you. Um, someone should be with you. I was alone. I survived. It was okay. I was breathing, but I was also breathing on my mouth. So uh, the first two nights... So when you wake up, your mouth is dry, but I suggest to hydrate properly and to have strep cells. It really helps. Um, and um, of course, you have to clean your nose with, I think it's Fusidine, the cream, and then you put, um, they, they give you nose drops and use that as well. This is what I remember right now. And anyway, you have basically in the first two days, you're bleeding a little bit. So there is a little bit of blood coming out, but it's not a lot, right? So it's nothing to be afraid of. And now in the fifth day, something happened that freaked me out. And that's the only uh, crazy and uh, horrible thing. And really like, e e oh my God, um, I had to go for a consultation for a checkup, which is vital, right? So in the fifth day, I went to the clinic my friend, uh, Paula, she even knew what's going to happen, but she didn't tell me anything, which I think it's better. So basically, here, is, here, it, here it is. So remember the first uh, day, a few hours after the surgery, he took uh, some tampons from my nose. Now, the thing is that you have a pair of two more tampons on each nostril, but they are put really way behind. 
I mean, they, they are, um, they are pushed really high in your nose. You know what I mean? And he digged for 20 minutes. Okay. First of all, I was cut in three places. By the way, you don't see anything right now. Uh, there is no scar, absolutely nothing. And he took the, the stitches and I had other stitches in the nose, but those stitches, you don't take them off. They will be absorbed, right? So basically you have two types of stitches. But the thing is that you still have those two tampons that I had no idea about because I was already breathing like, let's say 99% at that point after five days. So he digged and he did it in a very nice way, but it's not, it doesn't matter. The, the whole experience is like insane. So he digged in my nose with a sharp object for almost 20 minutes. It made, made me literally scream. I was like, oh my God. And when he took them off, they were full of blood. I was like, oh Jesus, I didn't know that I have that in my nose. Oh my gosh. Anyway, and that was the worst part. But it was okay. And then um, he put the cast for a few more days and he said, listen, uh, in, in, I don't know, I think it was five more days to keep it. And then he said, okay, you're going to have to tape your nose. And he taught me how to do it. And I was doing it for another, I think, 10 days. Uh, now, I want to talk a little bit about the restrictions that you have. So first of all, um, you cannot work out and uh, at least for a while. And you have to be very careful in the next few weeks. So this is what I did. I didn't work out at all for three weeks. Then three weeks, I started to work mildly with a lot of stretching, but careful with different exercises that would basically bring a lot of uh, blood in my face, you know. And after six weeks, I started to work out more and more. And then let's say in two, after two months, I went back to my regular routines. Now, I don't work out with very heavy weights, but I work out with weights. I, I do cardio, but again, I was careful. So this is about the workout. Second, uh, they say don't wear sunglasses for two, three, four months. I didn't wear glasses, sunglasses until December, to be honest, even now. Um, well, now it's January. So, uh, well, January, February, depending on where I'm going to publish the podcast. So I just started in December. Um, there is another thing people ask me, well, I asked as well, can I have sex? And they're like, yeah. So I had sex one week after the surgery. It's possible. It's not a problem. You're just going to have something on your nose. Um, another thing is, yes, and this is super, super hyper important. Um, be, be careful with the sun. So I didn't go, um, I've been allowed to the pool the weeks before because I knew that after that it's going to be a problem. So I didn't go to the beach or at the pool for six weeks after the surgery. And after that, until now, I was always protected with, uh, 50 or more, um, protection. Uh, sun, sun factor protection on my nose and I always had a hat or something that would cover my nose. I was very careful, right? Um, this is what comes right now to my mind about restrictions. Uh, again, blowing your nose is not in, is not a good idea. I did, um, but I was always very careful. Ah, by the way, when you sneeze, sneeze on your mouth. Try not to sneeze uh, using your nose. That's That's a problem. Uh, and by the way, four months after the surgery, I was in Zanzibar and I didn't see a window. I thought it's an open door and I bumped with my head and I bumped with my nose and I was shocked because it hurt me a little bit. And I said, oh my God, what did I do? But uh, I put ice for an hour and it was okay. Of course, I don't recommend this to happen. So yeah. Also, they will give you, they will tell you to massage your nose, like maybe one or two months after the surgery, they will show you a video and they will show how to do it. And you have to do this like, I don't know, two, three minutes every day. Anyway, at, at this point, I'm close to almost one year, um, uh, one year uh, to my surgery. 
I think it was the best decision I ever took. I think it was one of the best things I ever did in my life. I paid quite some money, even though at the time um, I had a small discount, so I paid a little less. Uh, I think if you have to do this and it's in a combination with um, your sinuses, so you have a breathing issue and this kind of stuff, I think you can even cover something on your insurance. And also if you have a cool doctor, some, some things might work. In my case, it didn't work out. Anyway, um, so again, I think it was the best, uh, the best thing I did. I'm very happy with my nose. By the way, there is the, the final results you will see in six months to a year. And you will see that your nose, it's going to be swollen. It's going to be different. It's not going to look really cute, but uh, after one to three months, but you will see that it's swollen. And now um, my nose looks better than many months ago. And it's thinner and it's sexier and it's nicer and... Um, yeah and by the way uh there are other creams that it will give you one is for scars and one is for traumatized skin and it's very important to do that um maybe a month after the surgery or two months or something i don't remember but it's 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 really important anyway i hope all the information that i gave you was useful and insightful and it helped you if you are going for surgery i wish you good luck don't be afraid um everything is gonna turn out well the recovery is better than you can expect by the way i want to say something here because someone read the article and she complained because she was scheduled for the surgery for this with the same doctor and she said that if she knew that there are so many restrictions she, she wouldn't do it because she wants to party and go to the beach and and i was like jesus christ okay this is still a surgery with full anesthesia and it's an open wound why how can you you don't understand like some people are very I don't know, superficial, and they behave like children. Um, it's a surgery. You have to take some precautions after that, and you have to be patient, and you have to wait because you, you, you want, you want to, to benefit of the best result at the end, right? So you, you need to be a little patient. So again, I hope uh, the, um, the podcast was interesting for you. I hope I gave you enough information. If you have more information, um, write me on the blog. You can drop me a comment uh, where the article is posted. Or you can send me an email as well. And again, if you're um, if you have a surgery, I wish you good luck. If you have questions, let me know. And I hope uh, it was a good story for you. And if if you haven't decided and you don't know what to do, I think you should do it. Why not? Give it a try. But you have to be you have to be hundred uh, percent decided. And don't let anyone around you say anything like you should do it or you shouldn't do it. It should be entirely your decision. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for listening and uh, I will see you next time in the next episode. This is the best talking town, the Pearl's Talk. I'm Iris, your host at Dubai Girls Digital Diary. And of course, don't forget to go on my blog and check all those ama amazing articles. The blog is www.prettylittlepearls.com. See you soon. See you next time. Until then, lots of love and lots of kisses. Bye.